Blog Talk Radio. Academy. I am your host, Christopher Tompkins, coming to you absolutely live or on demand if you're listening to this on iTunes. Um, we're going to be talking today about local marketing in your business. Now, we're going, to t- we're going to digress a little bit from our usual social media marketing topics and dive into something a little bit different, uh, something that um, it does affect a lot of people out there that are looking to really Make, a, make some waves in their local communities in terms of marketing their business. Whether you have products or services or you're even a charitable organization, there's lots of ways to really market your business effectively, but I'm going to share with you my top three, I know, only three, how about that, that you can, uh, tips that you can very easily use to better market your business and keep yourself focused. So I'm going to be sharing those in just a few minutes. Uh, I just wanted to thank everybody for listening in, as always. I really appreciate you guys and gals out there that listen to our show as well as send feedback on a regular basis to me and my production team. Uh, We really, really value your questions, so please keep them coming in. Our show is sponsored by The Go Agency, which is an online marketing specialist firm. To find out more about The Go Agency, you you can... Check us out online, www.thegoagencyusa.com, or you can call us toll-free on 866-926-2636. Again, that's 866-926-2636. You need some help with social media marketing, online marketing, local marketing, international marketing, whatever. You have a question, want a consultation, want to take a class, everything that that I just talked about right there, we can help you with. Um, just give us a call or find us um, online at thegoagencyusa.com. Also, check out our shows um, on iTunes. You can go to the iTunes store and then just type in the Social Marketing Academy, and you'll come up with our page and all of our shows that are absolutely free to download on demand. So I would really appreciate it if you share those with anybody that you feel could benefit from the information that we share in them. Uh, and also, if you know anybody that uh, would really get a kick out of this type of information, please do share it. Uh, I really do this show because I want to help other people understand how to market their businesses more effectively online and offline. So if this information is useful, please share it. Okay, uh, let's now business is done, let's get back into what we want to talk about today, which is local marketing. Uh, of course, you know, at the Go Agency, we, we handle a lot of local as well as national and international clients. 
which makes, you know, obviously makes business really interesting because, you know, you get something different every day and everybody has different targets. But today what I really want to focus on is our experience and my experience with local companies who really want to make a difference locally. You know, you could be the sports store that really wants to, uh, you know, up the ante come fall when all the different sports change over and uh, or you could be a local bakery or a local real estate agent or who who knows what you are. But you could be wanting to, you know, get some more market share. and Or you just don't feel like you're hitting the nail on the head. Now, a lot of people, the first, the first port of call, especially when they call me um, directly, is social media. And I understand that because it is a big, it's a key topic for a lot of people. But there is a little bit of activity that can happen pre-social media. So uh, I guess PSM, <laughs> pre-social media. Um, and we really want to focus on that today in terms of the three tips I want to help you. Because when you're, t- when you're thinking about marketing your small business locally, well, the wonderful part about marketing locally is that if you are a store, a brick and mortar, where people are actually going to be coming in, or you do a lot of face-to-face interactions, your marketing research is pretty simple because you're going to be dealing with all of member, all the members of your audience pretty much face-to-face. So you're going to be able to understand them very, very well. Maybe that you've lived in the area that you're working in for many years, and or your family has, or your partner has, or whoever. Uh, so you might have a lot of really useful information and connections um, geographically in the area. Uh, so there's lots of there's lots of things that are there that are positives. And you know you may have cashed in those chips already, or you may have not even thought to do that. But locally, there is another struggle that you need to think about that will help you be more competitive. And that's why I really want to focus on the word competitive. I was actually just interviewed um, a few hours ago. That's why I really wanted to focus on this today. I was was interviewed by um, uh, Bank of America for uh, an article that they're going to be putting out about small business local marketing. And we're talking about the challenges that people face in being competitive on, on a local basis. And I thought, ah, this is a really great idea for a show because I know that you guys can really benefit from you know, any sort of refocusing of your idea of marketing your business, sometimes people just really overlook certain aspects. So I have three here that I think will really help you out. Now, the first thing that I suggest that you do is to do a competitive analysis of businesses that are targeting your target market with the same or very similar products or services that you're offering. So, for example, if you are a bakery... Find all of the bakeries, your area, your local area that you want to target. So, for example, say that you are based in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and Nashville only, Nashville proper is where you're going to be. That's where your target market is, and that's where you really want to get most of your hits to your store, to your new bakery. Let's just keep the bakery thing going here. So what I would do is I would look for every other bakery that is going on in Nashville. Okay, so you came up with five. Well done. You're doing your research. You're finding some answers. You need to see what they are doing and how they look online, as well as do some digging offline and see, see what the reviews are, how people are reacting to their information. Are you seeing them in advertising on the local news? Are, you, are, are lots of networking events being held at their store? Uh, are they sponsoring lots of local events? 
you see what they're doing and look offline and online. Online is a little bit easier because you can go to their website and very easily find out what they've been working on. So you can go and see, oh, well, you know, looks like they've, um, they're sponsoring this 5K walk for breast cancer. Okay, well, that's terrific. Um, let's get, uh, maybe we could do something like that. Uh, so, you know, it will give you really good, really good solid ideas. Also, if you see one that you really do like and you really think is a really a, a good benchmark, so to speak, you can use them um, as a goal. So, for example, say bakery number, a, bakery number X. Oh, gosh. It's been a long week already. It's only Wednesday. <laughs> bakery number two is the one that you love, and that's the one that you really like how the results that they're getting, you really like how they're focusing things, and this is how you would like to surpass them in terms of sales and audience share, whatever. So you can look and use them as a benchmark. Then you can keep checking and you can change some of your ideas. This, is just, this allows you to see where you really are in the marketplace. My problem is that a lot of businesses aren't honest with themselves as to where they lie. I'm not making any assumptions about your business personally. What I'm saying is that many companies don't like the truth in terms of what they're doing. For example, if I ask you who your target audience is and you say anybody that eats cupcakes and you're a bakery, I'm bored with you already because you don't know who your audience is. I want you to say, oh, well, usually it's women, and actually we have a lot of mothers, um, blah, 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 and usually we have, we have a big audience after yoga classes because there's a yoga studio next door, so we really try to you know, target the yoga people with healthy green tea, well, whatever. But you see what I'm saying? That's the difference between everybody that likes my product, everyone that needs, like, it's like a phone company or a cell phone, manu- a cell phone accessory manufacturer, and, you know, well, who's your target audience? Anyone with a cell phone. Well, Grandma's buying little grandson Johnny a case, and she doesn't even know how to work that phone. But, so you're, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just really understanding who your market is, which brings me to number two. Define who your target market is. You really got to define it. Anybody that has money, if that's your answer to who your target market is, I mean, come on. You've got you to gotta dive deeper. It's not – you're like, well, I don't know why we're doing it. We're marketing. We're doing everything right. Okay, who's your target market? Well, anybody that can afford us. Well, there's your problem right there. You don't know who the hell your market is, and that's the point. You really want to dive in. I, I've actually done a show a few months ago. I, you could probably get it on the iTunes podcast. I don't know exactly what it is, but you can take a, you can take a look. I can't remember what the title was. But we talked about buyer profiles, and I think it was called um, How to Create Buyer Profiles. And what this is is basically it's, it's a really, really specific version of creating um, a target market analysis. But what I want you to do is just think about who's, who's, your, who's buying all of your products or who's using you for your services all the time. Are, are you a cleaning company that, hap, uh, that works locally? Are you getting more business or residential? If you're getting residential, are they single-family homes or are they, uh, you know, is it um, caregiving? Is, is it people basically like a, a, a couple with, adult, with older children that are also looking after their loved one? Is it people with pets? Is it single people? Is it college students? 
Who is it? And then find out who that person is and market to them. And I'm telling you, if you're, it, it, as soon as you move from that, I'm going to spray the world with my marketing idea and then really come up with a laser focus and then target, that's when you go in for the kill and that's when you get your results. But if you're just spraying your message all over the place and hopefully someone's going to pick it up, that's like throwing a, like a thousand pieces of paper with your announcement on it off the top of a building in New York City and hoping someone's going to call you. Yeah, people are going to get annoyed because it's going to just litter everything. You want to get in front of the people that actually care about what you're talking about. The last one I really want everybody to take advantage of is create a budget understanding that not all marketing is free and tie it into your marketing plan. So it's kind of like a three and a three and a half um, tip here. But you need to have, obviously, a plan when you're dealing with marketing. Now, I know plans suck. No one likes them. Everyone hates them. I mean, that's why we stay in business, right, at the Go Agency, because it's, it, a lot of people don't have the time to do it or just, just don't want to do it themselves. They'd rather hire somebody to, do it to help them with it that knows how to do it. But if you sit down and really see what your opportunities are in terms of marketing your business, whether it be flyers, direct mail, billboards, um, penny saver advertising, free newspaper advertising, free magazine, um, maybe you're going to do email blasts, maybe you want to do social media, there's costs associated with some of these, if not all. So you want to be able to see what you can afford. So come up with a bare minimum per month that you could spend on marketing. If it's $150 because you're a small business, just put it down. Because then if something, if an opportunity arises and it costs $500 a month and you really, really want to do it, you're not going to bankrupt yourself. You know what you have available. You have to be realistic and honest with yourself. That's why creating a budget for marketing of any sort locally is great. Say, for example, you want to start doing, um, you want to sponsor you want to start sponsoring uh, 5Ks in your area. That's great. Maybe each one costs $1,000 for sponsorship. Great. Well, you can create a budget that would support that. My, my idea is if you want to be competitive, you need to know who you're dealing with. You need to be who you're tar- deal with who you're targeting, and you need to see what you're working with personally. So if you know who your competitors are, you know who your clients are, and you know how much money and resources that you have to actually reach them, Hello, that's the equation. That's how you stay competitive. It's not by, um, oh, I'm going to automate all my processes, and oh, I'm going to do this, and oh, I've got a Facebook page. The dollars are going to come rolling in. Rub a lamp, get realistic. That's not how it works. You have to actually put in the strategy. All right, I'm off my soapbox. Um, I hope I wasn't too hard on any of you guys out there. But I hope this was a very informative episode of the Social Marketing Academy. Thanks for joining me, everybody, and I'll – See you on the other side. Take care.